Hello, everyone. My name is Andrew, and I'm Cassie, and this is the Culips English Podcast. Welcome back to Simplified Speech, which is the Culips series that helps you improve your English through listening to interesting, natural, and easy to understand conversations. I'm your host Andrew, and joining me today is my trusty co-host Cassie. Hey there, Cassie. Hey, Andrew, and hi, listeners. We're super excited to be here today and to talk about a topic that affects all of us: chores and housework. Well, almost all of us, Cassie. Some people <laughs> may be lucky enough to not have to deal with chores or housework, but that's certainly not me. And I don't know about you, Cassie. We'll find out about you in a second here. But I think, for the most part, for better or worse, it's a topic that we can all relate to in one way or another. And we'll get to that conversation in just a moment. But before we do, I want to remind all of our listeners about the English learning study materials that we have available for you. So, guys, we create study guides and transcripts for all of our episodes, and they're carefully written and designed by our team of expert English teachers, really to help make the most out of studying with our content. And in the study guide, you'll learn about the useful and important vocabulary that you'll hear Cassie and I use today in this episode. Plus, there's a quiz, and there are discussion questions and diary writing questions as well. And in addition to all of that good stuff, if you become a Culips member at our website, culips.com, then you'll enjoy even more benefits. Some things like exclusive access to our member-only live streams and our member-only series, the Fluency Files. Plus, much, much more. If I were to list all of the benefits, we'd be here for ten minutes. There are just so many of them. So, to find out all of the details and to sign up and become a member, please just visit our website, Qlips.com. And before we begin today's episode, I would also love to give a shout out to one of our listeners, KNY23 from the USA, who left us a great review and a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. KNY23 says, "I've been using Qlips for several years now and can confidently say that it's the best English learning service ever. The content, energy, hosts, and so on—it's amazing in all aspects. I will be starting work in the U.S. in a couple of weeks now and hope you guys make more content that I can use in my working environment. Many thanks to Qlips team for helping me improve my English." I love that review, Cassie. That's a great review. So thank you so much to KNY twenty three and Cassie. I also love it when we have really well written reviews from people who say that they have been learning English with us for a few years. Because、so、I think it's like it goes to show that you know perseverance and hard work and putting in the time and effort really can create great results in the end. Exactly, and now we have to make one more new episode about the work environment. Maybe a real talk or simplified speech about work environments. We'll see. Yeah, we'll get on that. K N Y. So thank you again, and good luck with your new job in the states. Okay, Cassie. So let's get started with our main topic of conversation for this episode, which is talking about chores and housework. Now, on the surface, this sounds like a pretty boring topic to me, but 
In the past, whenever we've had topics that I think are going to be boring, I'm usually pleasantly surprised and some interesting stories come out of talking about those topics. So we'll see if that will be the case here today. And I guess let's start things off with a question, Cassie. So I would like to ask you about your least favorite household chore. I think most of the time people hate all chores, but among all of the chores, there's usually one that you hate the most. So when it comes time to cleaning your house and, you know, picking up after yourself, doing all of those things, what is the one chore that you really hate to do? Hmm, my most despised chore is probably hanging laundry. Hanging laundry. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Putting it in the washing machine, separating it, putting it back in my closet, not a big deal, but just hanging wet laundry is the bane of my existence. The bane of your existence. I love that expression, meaning that it's just really annoying and that you hate doing it, right? Yes. So then how can you motivate yourself to do that chore? I usually play sports with my husband and we'll make bets. And if I win the bet, then I can ask him to do chores for me. (laughs) That's a good system. Yeah, I work really hard. So we usually bet over washing dishes and hanging laundry because those are both of our least favorite activities. (laughs) Those are the ones that you don't like to do. Awesome. Cassie, I realized here that maybe we jumped the gun and that's a great expression. To jump the gun just means to start doing something too early. I jumped right into the discussion questions, but probably it's a good idea to give a little bit of background information and a definition about what we mean exactly by chores because, yeah, that could be a confusing term perhaps. So let's just break it down for our listeners. So What comes to your mind, at least, Cassie, when you hear this word chores? When I think of chores, I think of things you have to do inside the house. For example, cleaning or organizing, putting away things. But it's not things that you would do outside of the house because those would be considered maybe errands. Mm -hmm. Wow, Cassie, you read my mind because I wanted to explain the difference between those two words, but you did it. So that's amazing. Yeah. So a chore is a kind of, you know, cleaning your house, organizing your house, that kind of work that you do inside your house. And like you explained, Cassie, an errand is when you have to go outside of your house to do some sort of task. That's also related to keeping your home functioning, right? Maybe going grocery shopping or something like that we would call an errand. So Cassie, you said that your least favorite household chore is hanging the laundry. What about your favorite household chore? Do you have a favorite chore or do they all suck? (laughs) My favorite chore, maybe this is going to be crazy, crazy, because I used to hate it, but probably cleaning the bathroom, which is insane. (laughs) Usually the bathroom's like dirty and you hate it, but I have a routine down and I turn on music and the acoustics are really good in there. So I like just like squeegeeing the shower, wiping around the sink. The toilet is like, eh. but yeah, my routine along with the acoustics and the music, it's really nice. Nice. So you've got it all down to an art. Yes. I think in my case, I'm a little bit similar to you, Cassie, in that one of my least favorite chores is related to laundry. And I don't actually mind doing the laundry, although... 
It's kind of funny right now as we're recording this, I do have a load of laundry going right now. And actually, I did a load of laundry last night and I put it in the dryer to dry. But last night, I was too lazy and too tired to put it away. So it was just sitting in the dryer overnight, which is probably terrible. And then just now, I put another load of laundry in. And I realized that I had to take that old laundry out of the dryer so I could put the new laundry in. And I don't mind usually hanging that up. Cassie, that doesn't matter to me too much. But I had to record with you. So I quickly just sort of put it on the bed and I'll <laughs> deal with that after. You put your wet laundry on the bed? No, out of the dryer. So it's, yeah, never wet laundry on the bed. Sorry, no. Oh, out of the dryer. You're so lucky you have a dryer. <laughs> It's a very nice feature, but here comes the thing that I really hate doing. Because I was lazy and I didn't hang the laundry right away as it came out of the dryer, I just let it sit overnight. Now it's really wrinkly and I'm going to have to iron most of it, all of my shirts, especially shirts that I have to wear to work. They just look crazy wrinkly right now and there's no way that I could get away with wearing one of those to work. Maybe you could make that a new fashion choice, the wrinkly shirt. <laughs> Believe me, if it became fashionable, I would be down. I don't know why that isn't top fashion these days because, yeah, it is just like you said, to borrow your expression, the bane of my existence is ironing. And actually, when my wife and I got married a couple of years ago, one of the things that we splurged on when we got new appliances for our house is something called a styler. Do you know what a styler is, Cassie? Probably because you lived in Korea. Yeah, I think I saw yours when I went to your house that one time. Ah, okay. I probably showed it to you when I was giving you a little house tour, perhaps. But a styler is this appliance, and the function of a styler is just to prep your clothes and make them so that they're nice and clean and wrinkle-free and smelling fresh for you. To wear. So the idea is that you would put in your clothes, you know, like 20 or 30 minutes before you have to get ready for work and your clothes will be nice and fresh for you to wear. So we do have this styler, but I've noticed that it's not really great at getting out wrinkles. It seems to work pretty well for my wife's clothes, but maybe my shirts and pants are a little thicker. I'm not sure. So it's really frustrating to me because I thought when I was buying the styler, that that would be the end of ironing for the rest of my life. And it's not the case. I do still have to iron. So to make a long story short, that is the chore that I really hate doing, ironing. Segwaying out of that, I wanted to bring up something about Thailand. You just brought up something about Korea. In Thailand, good and bad, good for expats, kind of bad for Thai citizens, the minimum wage is very low here. So a lot of expats actually forego doing their chores and they hire cleaning ladies or maids to come in because it is super cheap compared to hiring a cleaning lady maybe in the States or Canada or even Korea. So I know a lot of my friends who are also teachers, all of them have cleaning ladies. I'm the only one that still cleans everything myself. I don't know. It just, I feel weird thinking about somebody else touching all of my clothes and things. So I just haven't hired a cleaning lady. But yeah, something to consider if you ever move abroad to a country whose minimum wage is lower than your own. Yeah, it's interesting. And 
it does bring up some questions, like some moral questions for me. Like, I don't know what it is, but I feel a little bit uncomfortable about hiring somebody like that. But at the same time, it can help the local economy. And, you know, there can be some pros and cons to it. So I don't know. But my wife and I even talked about hiring a cleaner for our new house. Maybe not every day, of course, because it is a little bit expensive here in Korea to hire that kind of service. But maybe once every two weeks or once a month, just because like we moved into this brand new renovated home. And when we moved in, everything was perfectly clean. And you just know that even if you do your chores regularly and you keep the house clean, which we do, if you want to keep things really, really, really super clean, you have to put in perhaps more effort than we're willing to, you know? So just to have a cleaning person come in like once a month and just do the deep cleaning in the spots that you kind of tend to ignore, you know, maybe behind the fridge or like in the back of the bathroom cabinets or those places that you yeah, don't clean as often. We thought, hmm, should we hire somebody to do that kind of deep clean for us once a month? And yeah, we haven't done that yet, but I guess we're still thinking about it. It seems to be like kind of a win-win, you know, it helps keep your house clean, helps, you know, hire some people in your neighborhood and yeah, it could work. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I keep thinking about doing it. Haven't tried it yet, but I think you're right that having that once a month, maybe even once every two months, just like extra deep clean for those hard to reach places and maybe the chores that you know you have to do, but you just despise like scrubbing the outside windows or something could be done by an outside source. Exactly. Cassie, I have another question for you. I'm curious, you know, when it comes to cleaning, you can go to your grocery store or your local big box store, your mart, whatever. And if you go down the cleaning aisle, there are tons of gadgets and tools and accessories that can help you be a more efficient cleaner. And I'm curious, are there any tools or gadgets or cleaning products that you swear by? Honestly, I don't like the smell of chemicals. So I usually use a mixture of hot water, lemon, vinegar, and dish soap, kind of the more natural approach, just with some rags. But I swear by Windex. Nothing cleans glass like Windex. I'm trying to think about some sort of gadget that I use. I guess, you know, a vacuum cleaner is the one gadget that just really saves me a ton of time. And my wife and I have been debating getting a robot vacuum cleaner. You know those? <laughs> yes. Maybe this is TMI. I'm not sure. But after moving into our new place, we have hardwood floors in our new home. And maybe it's the tone of the wood that we chose. I'm not sure. But hair really shows up well on these floors. So I don't think my wife or I or our friends who visit, I don't think anybody is losing hair at a quicker rate than we did before. But I guess in our old place, maybe when a hair fell on the floor, kind of blended in and was more camouflaged than it is now. Because in our new place, you just, whoa, you can see it right away. So after moving into this house, I was like, what's up with all the hair on the floor? It felt like I was vacuuming like five times a day, or I'd even use the broom and sweep the floor because I was just noticing hair all the time. And that made me 
think like, oh, if I had this robot vacuum cleaner, then the floor could just be perfectly clean all the time. And I wouldn't have to worry about going around and sweeping up any hair. So we'll think about it. But yeah, I have been using the vacuum cleaner a lot. If I could delegate that task to a robot instead, then that would probably make my life a little bit easier. Yeah, I think if my apartment was bigger, I might think about that too. But it just feels too small to even hire a robot. Cassie, we'll wrap things up here in just a moment. But before we do, I wanted to circle back and touch upon something that you mentioned a little bit earlier. And that was competing with your husband about who does which chore. And I was just curious, how do you divide cleaning the house and doing the chores in your household? What's that look like? Yeah, on a day-to-day basis, I usually do the cooking, which I consider kind of a chore. It's a necessity, but you have to do it. So yeah, I do the cooking and then he'll wash the dishes usually, unless I lose in badminton that week. And then on a big cleaning day, he will usually do the whole floor because we have hardwood floors too. So he'll sweep and then mop. And then I am in charge of picking up all the loose items and the bathroom that I mentioned before. I'm also in charge of the bathroom at my house. I don't know. I don't really seem to mind doing it. Of course, it's gross, right? There's no ifs, ands, or buts. It's just a gross area to clean. But I don't really mind as much, and my wife finds it icky. So that's my job. Yeah, that's what I said at first, and he just refused. And I'm like, okay, fine. It'll become my favorite now. It is my domain. (laughs) That's funny. I think in my house, my wife and I, we split the chores evenly. Usually we do it the same way. If I cook, then she'll do the dishes. Or if she cooks, then I'll do the dishes. And, you know, that's most of the chores right there. That's like the daily task that you have to do day in, day out, is making sure the kitchen is clean and that there's food in your belly, right? So I think that's most of it. But then, yeah, on the weekends, usually one of the weekend days we'll spend the morning, not the whole morning, but like an hour just cleaning up, making sure the floors are clean and the bedroom's clean and our laundry is taken care of. And I think, yeah, for the most part, we just sort of divide tasks about what needs to be done at that certain time and we go about doing them ourselves. But other than the bathroom, I don't think we have really our own domain or our own area where we only do the chores yeah oh one more thing before we finish so one thing i've noticed i am not usually a person who invites a lot of people over to my house one it's not very big so if we're gonna go to somebody's house it would be the person with a a bigger sofa however i've made like one or two new friends in this school year new teachers at our school and i've been inviting them over more And I've realized that the more you invite people over, the more clean you have to be. It's insane. The amount of times I clean has exponentially risen in connection to this new friendship because (laughs) I can't just bring them into my dirty house. (sighs) Yeah, it's so true. I actually had a friend come and visit me in Seoul not too long ago. And there was a little bit of miscommunication about the time that he was going to arrive. And I thought he would be coming later in the evening. And in the afternoon, I got a phone call and he's like, yeah, I'm just outside your house. And I was planning on finishing my work day and then cleaning up my house and then meeting him and him coming over. 
but he arrived several hours too soon. And so I said, well, you're going to get the real me today, you know, because it is true. Often we go out of our way to make our homes look extra clean and extra nice for guests, right? And that's, of course, natural, but sometimes it's not a real reflection of the way we live. No. Yeah. In my opinion, at least, I think that my house is always pretty much clean. It's like always like 90% clean. But there's always, you know, that 10% of maybe I threw a shirt on the floor or I didn't tidy up my desk or something like that, that you're a little bit embarrassed about when guests see it. Yeah, exactly. But it goes to show the bigger your social life is, the more likely your house will be clean. Maybe that's the key, right? Just have a busy social life and invite many guests over all the time and you'll always have a clean house, but you'll also be very tired. <laughs> exactly. All right, everyone. Well, I think that will wrap it up for today's episode on chores and housework. And we hope that you found this conversation fun and interesting to listen to. And of course, we hope that it helped you improve your English skills. Now, this episode was available for you to listen to for free thanks to our amazing member community. And as a little gesture of our thanks to our members, Cassie and I are going to continue our discussion for just a little while longer in the ad-free version, which is available exclusively to Culips members. And if you're a Culips member listening to this regular episode right now and you want to hear the bonus content, then you just need to log into your Culips account and listen to the ad-free episode instead. And that's where you'll hear the bonus content. And if you haven't already, please consider becoming a Culips member to get access to our study guides, interactive transcripts, ad-free audio, and other fun bonuses. And at the same time, you would be supporting the work we do and allowing us to keep making new English lessons for you each and every week. You can also show your support by following us on Instagram or YouTube, recommending Culips to your friends who are learning English, or by leaving us a five-star rating and a positive review on your favorite podcast app. So that's it for us for now, but we'll be back soon with another brand new episode, and we'll talk to you then. Bye. See ya.